Hey, welcome to the Remo Tlale Life and Faith Podcast, a long-form podcast designed to help you thrive in your life as well as in your faith. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to another episode of the podcast. So grateful that you made the decision to tune in and uh, to join us today. Um, yeah, I hope that wherever you are listening to this, whether you are on your run or uh, at the gym or just hanging out at your house doing dishes or cooking or whatever you may do, may be doing, uh, that this conversation is really helpful to you. Um, I'm super excited. This has been a couple months in the making. It feels like this particular interview in particular. So uh, excited to have Tabang Ramudipa on the on the podcast today. Uh, an incredible man of God, man of faith, and uh, an incredible artist as well. We'll try to dive into all of those things. But Tabang. Dude, welcome to the podcast, man. And can you give the people a brief of who you are? Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, it really is uh, so great to to be here. I've, I've loved kind of seeing the, the 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 growth and the development of 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 your podcast as well, man. It's it's awesome. Yeah, it's cool to see the journey kind of unfolding and now to be kind of integrated into the journey as well like the you go back into the archives you'll be able to see like hey you know we were there <laughs> um so uh really, yeah very very happy that I, I i get a chance to 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 chat with you and to be here um yeah uh, like you you had mentioned uh, my name is tarang ramudipa uh, i am a musician and a photographer uh and i a marketer and as well and um where i i currently um, stand as I, I work for an NGO doing the media and the marketing for them. Um, but uh, aside from those uh, two things, my kind of side hustles and and constant endeavors uh, are in the in the art space and the art realm. I love all things creative. Um, love all things Christ, uh, and I do what I can to um, kind of combine those two and, and, and find a, a middle ground between, um, you know, faith and, 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 and creativity uh, so that, yeah, both of those spaces can be uh, a place that, that really represent me holistically. <laughs> so, yeah, mm. that's me. All right, come on, man. That's a, that's a great brief because it... It, uh, it touches on some things that we definitely want to talk about uh, today, especially the, the Christ, loving Christ and loving creativity and the, the bridge between the two. Right. Uh, but let's begin yeah. at, the, at the loving Christ, man. Like, uh, obviously, I, I know your story. Uh, I know kind of wh- who you are and stuff. But let's take it. Let's roll back the years. Uh, you know, give us kind of a picture of how you grew up, kind of, let's say, age zero to into your teenage years. How, what was life at home like for Tabang? Ooh zero into teenagers that's an interesting one uh so i am a like how ding a ling a ling uh i am a i'm a joe burger slash praetorian um yeah that my a lot of my upbringing was 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 here uh although i did Mm -hmm. have a a a grandparents in bulukwane that i would go and 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 visit um up north Mm -hmm. and yeah so so that was kind of the a lot of my memory bank uh, kind of lies within those two realms between um, my two grandparents' homes um, because my family, mm-hmm. my parents, they kind of had me in varsity. It was kind of like, whoopsie, you know, we got a kid, surprise, sure. you know. And, and because of that, you know, how it, how it is, they're still studying. So yeah. the, the grandparents kind of kick in and, and take over the, the, the that kind of role. So, yeah, most of my uh, upbringing, I remember being around a lot of 
a lot of people and that's kind of because of that like community feel my my grandparents as well as my parents and aunts and stuff like that and mm-hmm. yeah that was um majority of my my childhood that i remember i i went to uh, my grandmother um my on my mother's side went to mm-hmm. the catholic church and okay. that was my introduction to to jesus uh that was mm-hmm. my um yeah my entry point my point of entry that's where i went to sunday school that's where i learned all the david and goliaths and no uh, jonah and the whales <laughs> sure. you know uh, that was that yes. was that space and um at some point in my teenage years my mother got a house in in joburg and okay when and, and my grand was in pretoria at the at the time so when we moved to joburg I then went to like my mom used that as an opportunity to show me a new kind of church uh, and that okay. was a very like pentecostal church um and that okay. yo that was a shell shock I will not lie going from sure. a roman catholic <laughs> background where you know yes. you kind of there's a very um routine um there's certain things that you do every week you you walk in you dip your fingers in the water, um, do the, yeah. you know, cross. And then before you sit down, you kneel and then you sit down and you know, stand up, sit down. And um, there's, yeah. there's a lot of kind of the way you go about things. It put a very like strong image in my mind of the type of God that we serve. And then yeah. when I went to the Pentecostal side, all of a sudden, sure. and it was, it was a youth church even. It wasn't even like there was the main one and then the youth side. I went to this youth and okay. there was a rock show going on inside the church. I was like, <laughs> what is happening That's here? Brilliant. This is wild. Sure. So, so that, yeah. that was a major shell shock to me. But it was also very um, enticing and exciting. It was like, whoa, okay, wait, this God is, is a whole lot more dynamic than I perceived him to be and and these guys you know they they view him in in this way you know they're busy jumping on stage and worshiping in a way different way to the hymns that i'm accustomed to um and so that just like yes was the beginning of my my realization of okay wait there is there is more to god than you know what an individual can can say there's a lot more to discover sure. um and it's worth digging into so that was kind of yeah. that and then at some point um the, the 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 issues yeah i feel like every everything has its quirks you know and i think um yeah. the church that i was a part of uh it was was very much um talking about the faith um uh the 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 grace that god has provided for me and how mm-hmm. you know my sins are wiped away and i just felt so good about the fact that my sins are wiped away uh however mm-hmm. i don't think it was it was balanced with grace and truth you know um sure. the truth of repentance it didn't it didn't i didn't learn about repentance um at that mm-hmm. at that church and so what would happen is because i know there's just this grace um that's covering me i'd be like okay cool so i can go ahead and sin you know uh and yeah. every yeah. every week i come back for the altar call like lord i'm sorry forgive me um but yeah, yeah kind of after that uh i i that doing that constantly just gets you to fall off the bandwagon so at some point I just sure. kind of found myself drifting through my church friends in that new church um, into mm-hmm. like a more worldly lifestyle. So that then kind okay. of made me a punk kid throughout my teenage years. <laughs> Typical. Nice. 
punk kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. That's, that's so cool. Cause I think already the, the journey of, cause I, I, I think I knew you just kind of just at the end of your high school career. And so you were already pretty creative at that point. So the switch from like the the rigid-ish, and and I'm not trying to cast any kind of bad name towards Catholics, but that rigid routine, this is what we do here, very solemn Mm -hmm. vibe of Catholic church, because I've been, versus the rock show. I can imagine the draw for a creative like you. You're thinking, dude, Mm -hmm. wait, God, like God can do this. Like this, this is epic. Uh, and I, so I can imagine how you were drawn to that. And like you said, I think everyone's drawn to the grace, right? Like yeah, there's this awesomeness yeah. about grace that, that we are all drawn to. And I think rightfully so. But like you say, there isn't kind of a balance of grace and truth. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and truth is almost what empowers grace to be as epic as it is and, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. Right. So, so then walk, walk me through because we, now we go to the same church. Walk me through kind of how did that end up happening? How did, how did you kind of end up in the same church as, us, as me at least and, and, you know, make the decision to follow Christ? Sure. So that, um, that was definitely probably the most significant um, switch uh, for, for, for mm-hmm. me. So uh, I, like I said, kind of drifted away. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I've got... I've got uh, family over so the kids are are, are are home so there might be some some sounds in the background i apologize um uh, no no problem dude this is you can tell us you're a dad we don't mind <laughs> you're safe <laughs> yeah no 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 not not a dad but an uncle uncle t type of vibe so uh yeah taking care of sure the, sure the no no worries uh, might get a bit noisy no worries um, brother that's all good <laughs> cool so yeah uh i at at moving from from the way the the lifestyle that i was i was in uh was a odd one because i had i had a friend in the church you know uh, i had i had mm-hmm. uh, a, a close friend of mine that we went to high school with and i remember mm-hmm. this one day where he told me he's like dude i made the decision to to follow christ and mm-hmm. um as a and and for me, at, at, in that point in in my mind, even though you know we're drinking together, we're smoking together, we're doing all the things together, uh, he yeah. he when he said that, I was like, awesome man, welcome to the club, you know? Yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> welcome to the squad because that's where we all are, you know. We're all Christ followers here, um, and it's yeah. awesome that you are now one of us. And then he said that mm-hmm. he made the decision to like confess all of his sin to his family. And that in my mind was like, whoa, wait, okay, you know, did you? And I was, I was very self selfish in that moment. I was like, did you tell him about all the stuff that we got up to as well? Because I don't want to go to your house and have them looking at me like this punk kid. Is, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's know, so good. <laughs> influencing my friend here. It's like, so I was really like, oh dang man, you you told your whole family or not your whole family, yeah. but your your parents about about yo, that's a lot. Um, but yeah. that that I didn't know how much of an impact that moment would have on me kind of moving forward because mm-hmm. at some point in time uh I remember there was a very significant day for me when I um was home alone well home alone meaning like with the homies but the rents aren't around um and you know we yeah. were smoking uh, and uh this is like marijuana getting high uh and I mm-hmm. just have this like recollection of a, a, a heavy day for me where they kind of they wanted to go and play fifa or whatever so I, they went into the tv room and 
watched and played FIFA, I went to my room and I saw mm-hmm. my Bible on the table. And I'm high at this point in time. So this is a bit of a sure. a bit of a lot. <laughs> um but yeah. I in this in this moment kind of made a decision. I'm like, okay, am I am I gonna like open this thing and look at it? Because what I was doing, I wasn't ever reading reading the Bible. I was kind of mm-hmm. like whenever an opportunity came, I'd like peek in and just like read the one line and and try and sure. apply it because it's like God does everything for a reason. So I'm reading this specific thing yeah. for a reason in this moment, you know. Uh, I don't need context yes. or anything like that. So because of that, I'd always read those one-liners and just like apply yeah. it in the best possible circumstances or best possible meaning uh just of like oh it means god loves you it means god is gonna give you uh nice things or it means this uh i just interpreted it in a way that made sense to me without any of the context uh and this one day uh i was looking at the thing on the on uh, my bible on the on the table and i'm just like "Mm, i know i shouldn't be doing what i'm doing right now i shouldn't be as high as i am but Mm -hmm. you know it's just let's just do what it does and, and open the thing, see what it says. And that mm-hmm. was the first time I opened up. I, I, I swear to this day, because, you know, I had no, um, I wasn't reading things in context. I was still doing things in a very young way. I felt like God, mm-hmm. God really came down to my level and made me where I was at. Um, and sure. even used my, uh, my inability to read the Bible properly um, to his advantage to draw me in. And, and I opened it up. Mm. And for the first time, I didn't, I, I read something, I can't even remember what it was, something in Deuteronomy that like, okay. it, it basically called me out. It, it, it called okay. my nonsense and it was like, this is not okay. What yeah. you're doing, and not just this moment, but the way you're living, your life right now mm. it was just laid out in in a, in a and i was usually i read that one line and i'm like drop it and i move on but i was like yo i can't yeah. leave on that so i read the next line and then the next and then the next and i just kept sure. on going i think i read a couple chapters and that whole situation just like convicted me so much i'm like how have i not been told that god is actually angry about all of this stuff you know in my mind i'm like i know about the forgiveness and 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 that aspect but nobody tells me that you actually need to stop i really genuinely Mm -hmm. had no idea that's why i was like welcome to the club because you know christ died for our sins therefore party party this is what we do yeah Um, so so that moment for me was like whoa 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 i need to figure my whole life out and yeah and yeah so that that day i remember by the end of that day i had a conversation with god and i was like you know what i actually am realizing i have no idea what i'm doing with my life and Mm. i don't know how to even govern it from here on yeah i don't know what it looks like what it is to make the right decisions so Mm -hmm. is it possible for us to trade places you take care of my life and i will just do whatever it is that is your stuff whatever it is that you would yeah. want me to do i'll focus on that and you take care mm-hmm. of my of my life and yeah and i just remember feeling this like call at this point in time like i haven't studied the bible with anybody i haven't done anything but i remembered that sure. conversation with um with my friend about how he confessed everything to his family and i was like yo that is that's that's a big move that's a big commitment but it felt i felt yeah. in my heart like god is like if that is if you start if you do that 
then I'll know that you're serious. It's like I know that you're in okay. it. Uh, and I and yeah. I was so I was so for real that day. I I had like a proper moment and was like, okay, cool. If that's the case, let me go and speak to my family. And I laid out my wow. entire life, every single deep, dark, what? wicked, gross, and um and 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 from that day forward, I was like, okay. God, it's me and you now. I just, I just outed myself. Super embarrassing. Yeah. I don't know what to do now. I don't know what it is to even sure. be a Christian. Um, so, you know, yeah. I, I went to church the next day uh, to the church that I was going to. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. went and I, I did the altar call again, but like for real, for real this time. Uh, and yeah. but, but this time when I went down to the front, you know, they were all like praying for us and stuff. Um, and then they take us mm-hmm. to this little back room that like, they, where they explained to us kind of what it is that we just did, like what was the mm-hmm. what was the decision we just made, you know? Um, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I just want you know, you guys to know, I already made this decision yesterday. This isn't the moment right now. This is this is yeah. the follow up. I want to know now. What do I do? You know? Um, yeah. And I got all of these like pamphlets from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically okay. each pamphlet was a bible study and i was supposed to read each read one a day and kind of answer mm-hmm. the questions and stuff like that um and that was that was really a step in the right direction but it was frustrating for me because i didn't know any of the answers if any of the answers were correct or if the, any any of the answers were wrong the, like sure. i don't know if i'm just making stuff up or if i'm like i wanted i wanted to be guided you know yeah. And it was yeah. hard for me because I don't know like what it takes to to be guided specifically, not like as a church congregation thing, as a personal individual, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, eventually I'm kind of like do, watching sermons on YouTube and and doing all of this stuff, and um, eventually I have this conversation with with my friend who's now in the states at this point in time, um, and. Mm-hmm. He, I'm explaining my dilemma to him, and he's like, "Dude, it really sounds like you need somebody to walk you through the scriptures." And I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I need, but I don't know who would do such a thing." And he's like, "Ah, uh, yeah. okay, I know a guy, <laughs> I know a couple guys, you know. Let me connect <laughs> you." And sure. that was then what connected me to the church that you're a part of, uh, and that was yeah. yeah really the 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 turning point for me that was what was really helpful because then i got to sit down with people who knew what was right and what was the right way to go about things and yeah when when that was there i could ask all the questions i needed to ask uh, i could mm-hmm. um point out all of the things that like make me wonder and i don't feel bad about like having questions you know like i feel yeah. like doubt is the greatest it's one of the strongest ways to establish faith, you know, <laughs> addressing mm-hmm. your doubts. Uh, and, and now I can, I can yeah. go there and speak to people about all of these different things and have actual answers. Uh, and that really is sure. what, what helped me to make the commitment and decision like, okay, cool. I, I genuinely am here for the long run. I'm going to do this thing wholeheartedly for the rest of my yeah. life. So that's kind of the journey into um, my relationship with God and, 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 um, being a part of of the church that I'm a part of now, sure. And that was that was what 2013, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2013. Eish, reams with the memory. Right. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, it's honestly, it's a selfish memory because I I'm remembering my life line, and I'm like, oh, when did I meet Tabang? That's how that's yeah, how it all kind of connects. But yeah, but okay, yeah, so yeah. so you were a part of that journey. 
we were, I was, yeah. I remember sitting in some interesting conversations. And I, I think when, when you say you are a person with questions, <laughs> I'm like, I wish I could help people understand. Like you, you were legit that guy where I would sit in your Bible studies and I'd be like, I, who even thinks of questions like that? Like, I don't, I don't even know where that question <laughs> came from. And this guy thought of that yeah. question. And it's a really good question, but I, I would have never come yeah. up with that question. So, yeah. so, you know, I guess my question is this because the, the, the hope of this podcast, the goal of this podcast is to help young people thrive in their life as well as in their faith, right? And so this, this, you get this time where people can kind of walk alongside you. They really open up the scriptures with you. They journey with you into, into making these decisions to be like, dude, I'm just, whatever God says is what I'm going to do. But you mentioned earlier that you came from a place that was full of grace. Uh, and I, I might, my, my, by the sounds of things, my guess is now you're beginning to gain some truth. And if you look back over the last, we're now in 2021. So what are we talking? Eight years. Seven, eight, yeah. What would you say? What would you say kind of, how does that balance work? Because I think that's for people our age, that's the hard part of the church is that there is this, this truth, but there's also been this mm. a ton of teaching about this grace thing. So how do you kind mm. of measure and hold that tension together at the same time? Yeah. Oh man. I, I think for me, it is, I think, I think my, my main takeaway from, 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 or one of my main takeaways from life, um, as a Christian is surround yourself with the people you want to emulate. Mm. There's, there's people who are faithful, you know, in the, yeah. in, in their church and who actually do it in a faithful, but also whose lives are, are, are lived according to scriptures and, and yeah, seeing it for me is believing, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I see people's lives being lived in a certain way, then I'm like, okay, sweet. You know, I, I want to be as close to that person as possible. Um, mm-hmm. even, even, you know, before I had, uh, joined the church, I remember watching, uh, sermons and the sermons I was I was finding on on the internet was uh, by by Francis Chan and really like the the fire in that guy's heart he was like guys you need to repent but at the same time he was talking about like how God can do these incredible unbelievable things you know and and yeah me just like soaking that in all the time genuinely made me sure. believe that you know it made me believe that yeah we these things can happen but at the same time we we need to um, be living in a way that 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 honors God. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think my my biggest way of finding that finding that balance is is surrounding yourself with people who are living it out, but also people who are are able to s- speak into your life and identify where you're at. Kind of, mm-hmm. I think I think it's I think the 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 balance between these two. It, it's a it's a pendulum, you know. I think we swing yeah. between one and the other, and you need someone yes. to who, who's able to discern where you're at, um, and for mm-hmm. the for the person who is being very, you know, um, stuck up, <laughs> uh, and and is sure. going by the book and doing things exactly the way that they're supposed to be done. It's like, is your heart still yeah. in it though? 
Like, it's great that you're doing the things and you're appearing at church, but I know people who have been on autopilot at church for 10 years. Yeah. And just because they've been around doesn't mean that they are connected to the source, you know? Um, and then mm-hmm. on the other mm-hmm. side, you know, you get, you get um, people who are just filled with grace. And, and, you know, this is kind of what I was describing where I came from, of, of this world of, yeah. you know, I just, I, I just know that I can, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength is, is there. Um, <laughs> that's, that's an incorrect application of that scripture. But like they, they, yeah. they, 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 the mindset is that I can do whatever I want. Oh, let me rather say everything is beneficial, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, not everything is. Oh, everything is permissible, but not everything. Permissible, is but not beneficial. Yeah, you know. Um, yes, and and so figuring out for a person who has that freedom in Christ to do whatever they want, is this actually right and good for you? You know, mm-hmm. um, and is this is this something that glorifies God? Because at the end of the day, that's what we're committing our lives to. It's 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 to a relationship and communion with Him. And if yeah. this is is contributing to your relationship with him, then absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. enjoy that grace, soak it in, be in that space, do those things, but also be aware that there's limitations, there's boundaries, there's lines, yeah. um, and sure. and and ultimately the goal is to keep the main thing the main thing. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think I people, people and perspective, um, or people who yeah. know you intimately enough to be able to discern what's going on with you, um, but who also have a, yeah. a strong faith life themselves. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it sounds weird to to quote Pitbull, but uh, he said, you know, show me your show me your friends, I'll show you your future, right? It's like you, yeah. the people that you surround yourself yeah. with, those people, those intimate relationships. Now, we've spoken about this on the podcast before. It's like those people who are going to be at your birthday party, like your your main, you know, 30th or your 40th or whatever, those are the friends that you need to make sure you really dig deep with and ensure that they are kind of helping you uh, as you develop and grow. Um, so, yeah, so if if you think about those those friends, and, and we'll transition to talk about about being an artist now, but okay. but what do you think is like, with those friends in particular, how does one choose them? How does one like pick the friends and say, all right, I'm going after this kind of friendship. Mm, that's interesting. Um, that's a great question actually for, um, because my journey is a lot of trial and error. My journey yeah. is a lot of trial and error. So the, a lot of the, the friends I had in the beginning of my faith journey is mm-hmm. people in the church who are like me or people who are in the church who I like, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, friendships who, who, yeah, reflect me. So I, because I'm, I'm a creative, I found myself being drawn a whole lot to the creatives. Um, and mm-hmm. that was how I established my friendships. It's because we've got, we've got Christ, but we've got this common ground of like, lifestyle and interests and 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 that is that is the foundation of 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 the friendship um yes the the thing about that though uh what constantly happened with me is a lot of creatives and and this is something that that is just really um has become something that's so dear to my heart but a lot of 
creative people, a lot of the artsy folk, um, at least in my circles, find themselves leaving God. You know, mm-hmm. and and because now they're leaving God, I'm I'm still friends with them. But now all of a sudden, when I need you know something, a spiritual person to lean on, they're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. I, so I, I find myself having having nobody because my friendships were were founded on on creativity rather than on on spirituality. Um, and sure. and yeah, so so friend after friend after friend, I'd become great friends and we'd invest in one another, and then they'd leave, and then I now got to start again mm-hmm. and find somebody else to to um, within that space. I obviously I'm still friends with all of these people, but um, from a spiritual point yeah. of view, I I found myself lacking, um, and so there was a point mm-hmm. in time where things changed, and I was like, okay, I'm going to change my approach. I can't be looking for the people who are like me. Um, it's it's great to have yeah. um those similar like taste in music as as common as common ground but like obsession with Christ sure. as common ground just goes such a a longer way a much much longer way and now mm-hmm. you know some of the closest friends and dearest friends to me you know they are not creatives in the conventional <laughs> sense um or sure. let me not say creatives i feel like everybody's creative um they're not artsy that's maybe a better way yeah. to 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 put it um you know okay. one is an engineer uh you know one is one is a coder uh you know one's mm-hmm. one's in in sales and but he's more like of a gym guy uh, and and it's sure. just like yeah my friendships are not are not uh I'm not surrounded by creative people anymore. Um, but mm-hmm. what's happened is I am surrounded by consistent people who understand, who make the effort to understand me and who also edify me in that they give me perspective that I wouldn't otherwise have, you know? Um, sure. My blind spots are, are very much seen by them because they see things in it. They see the world in a different way and I can speak into their yes. lives and see their, their things in their life in a different way as well. So um, yeah. my, my friendships are now very much founded. Like my, my core, like core friendships are there. Um, not to say that that mm-hmm. means that no creativity, uh, no creative uh, or artsy friends are are are, in, are necessary, but for me, I consider mm-hmm. those friendships supplementary if they're not faith based. You know, they are yeah. they are nice to have um, and really mm-hmm. great for for a, a, a different point of connection. But at the sure. end of the day, um, my 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 core people. Um, the foundation is is the common ground of Christ, um, and, sure. and and a deep, convicted life for Christ, not just being a Christian. Because even before mm-hmm. I was in the pool of you know the creatives, there were people who were, who came to church and you know, but they they weren't um, rooted and seeking to grow more um, in Christ. So, yeah. So that is that is how I establish my friendships now. Sure. Yeah. And I love that because I think, you know, you, you've highlighted something that 
is so important is that in your friendship circle, there must be diversity. Mm. That, that the, the, the common ground is our deep, incredible love for Christ, but the, the, the need is diversity. I need to have the engineer, the gym guy, the this guy, because yes. we're all going to see it differently. And then it's almost like your Pentecostal versus Catholic experience. It's like both of those yes. things about God are yes. true. God is a God of order, but he's also incredibly powerful in the spirit. Like there's both yes. available to us. But you yeah. said something that's, that's, that really is part of a huge part of why I felt like I wanted to really have a chat with you for the podcast is I feel like we're losing uh, when I say we, cause I'm a minister in the church. So I think of me as representing partly the church sure, uh, is, is we are losing creatives. Um, mm. And so in your experience, why, why is that? Why are we use, and, and maybe again, we'll use the words artsy or whatever, but why are we losing, why are we losing artsy creative kind of people? Oh man. Oh, Reams, this this is at the heart of of so much that I I feel just needs to needs to change uh, and needs to develop mm-hmm. and needs to grow and where maturity is 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 required and I I also I don't know if this is a a truth globally uh, I I've yeah. been to you know there's there's a church in Indonesia uh, where I've got a lot of really creative and artsy friends and they they literally as a church hosted a whole creative ministry um conference you know there's 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 really cool things happening around the world um within these spaces but i think Mm -hmm. as a continent as africa um and and within our space there is a disconnect between Mm -hmm. the arts and spirituality um, what what it is okay. is you know we 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 look and and um, so uh, speaking more into the the uh, for lack of a better term I'll say the more conservative space uh, there is a mm-hmm. um, there's a deny yourself and carry your cross um, mentality that is is correct when it comes to sin but. I think what mm-hmm. um, we 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 sometimes can push that line a bit further and 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 push us to a point where we're denying our very essence, very their, our very nature, okay. and we feel like we we don't have a space to be true to who we actually are in the church, mm. um, where we 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 don't feel accepted huh. as we are. You know, it's like we have to mm-hmm. we have to put this stuff aside and rather pursue God. You know, um, I know of, of mm-hmm. many stories where, where um, within, our, within our spaces, I know of many stories of people who had really incredible opportunities and artsy stuff that was going on. And they decided, I'm going to put this away and I'm going to follow God and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and join the ministry or, um, you know, lead uh, something, you know. And, and those kinds of mm-hmm. stories, I think those are incredible stories. But that's one yeah. way to follow God, you know. Th- that's one sure. aspect of spirituality uh, or of how to how to um, fo- focus on God. Where there is also a narrative that isn't told of how this individuals can bring God into these spaces. You know, there's that there's these mm-hmm. incredible places where people can't be reached because they don't feel understood. There's people who who feel like you know the the the. There's there's a lot of a lot of artsy people, in, in South Africa at least, will not even go mm-hmm. to church. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's something about that space. Um, but I'm talking about church as a building. 
church as yeah. as as an as a as a as a body of Christ as individuals there are people if we create an environment if we create a space that a creative would be uh, an artsy person would be willing to go to that then mm-hmm. all of a sudden the the mindset is different so 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 i feel like they feel more accepted in different spaces but in within the church there's a there's a there's a there's something there that feels like we can't be ourselves we can't be true to who god made us to be um and and there's mm-hmm. a there's a, there's an image of what it looks like to be a christian there's a box yeah. of like this is what christianity looks like and if you're not this you're not spiritual or you're not following god in the way that he wants you to follow and that is just mm-hmm. fundamentally not true um the sure. body is made up of many parts and and the parts that mm-hmm. that seem dishonorable are treated with greater honor and and there's just yeah. there's so much room for variety within the church mm-hmm. um and and the the creatives i think it's important and it's 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 something that we need to actively do to show them that this is a space that they are welcome to bring um all of their odd all of their weird all of their unusual um their abstract mm-hmm. and 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 conceptual and and all of these things they need to be accepted and and appreciated appreciated and acknowledged as valuable mm-hmm. not as something we'll tolerate um because you're working on your spiritual life you know? um so sure yeah that's kind of my personal um perspective i i think uh in terms of people in terms of people leaving i think there's also a what what happens with this is not only the people but people's views of god uh are being tainted um mm-hmm. as the church we are the closest representative to to god um as mm-hmm. you know with the hands and feet um and um because of that now people are viewing god in a certain light and and for me um another problem is the, is a is a, a incorrect theology on what it looks like to be a creative within the church and and and, okay. and how can you be spiritual and creative um because those two things very much um not only can interlink but for 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 spirit, uh, for creative people it's essential that they do um yeah. it's in those spaces yeah. that you can find god um it's in those spaces mm-hmm. where where you can you can see the truth of your heart and 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 because as creative people the the aspects of like um so it be it um you know music or or acting mm-hmm. or, or or drawing or whatever it is um those mm-hmm. those things that that really hold your passion those yeah. are things that have the potential to become idols in your life right um okay. they're the things that you can you can leave god for in pursuit of you know but yeah. when when you put those things before god um and mm-hmm. you say god this is something that is so dear to my heart and i don't want you to be dethroned by it god can mm-hmm. use your creativity to draw you closer to him um so yeah. so so that is also a a, a theology and a, and a mindset that isn't um isn't um fully broken down um within our spaces in my opinion so yeah that's what sure. i'd i'd say on 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 that yeah it's so funny because i had um had the opportunity to interview morgan minsk and she's um, a folk uh singer songwriter out of now out of florida um and she she was talking about how it's her depression her mental illness that draws her 
deeper into her writing because she's mm. a musical writer mm. and but it's in that space that she is probably the deepest and most connected to god and so she ended up praying yes. god if i need to keep feeling low to be this connected to you so i can produce this quality of music <laughs> let me do that every day of my life and i thought yeah like i would never pray that dude i'm like god <laughs> take this thing away <laughs> like get yeah. rid of this thing but for her because yeah. she is a creative she felt like man mm. This is the this is actually the vehicle within which I am more deeply connected to God, and I think that's what you're hinting on. Is that is yeah. that for for the for the musician, it's the music for the for the artist, as in drawing and painting. That's the thing, you know. For the for the photographer, it's the being in the nature. That's the yes. thing that draws me towards God even more. Yes. And and Absolutely. and and for some reason, and I and I think I've been guilty of this. The picture that we put post of Christianity is no 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 no. You got to read your Bible like this. You've got to you got to mm. say your prayers like this you've got to do uh, evangelism like this you've got to do repentance like this then you conform yes. but you're saying yes. and i and i think this is what creatives in general are saying is no i can totally i can totally spend a deep meaningful time with god with one verse yes. and a sunrise like i don't need yes. Yes. i don't need much more than that oh man like that's yes. that's 100%. all i need to connect a hundred percent so then my question my question is this is is how then and I'm not, again, I don't want to talk too far about the church. I want to talk about how then do I, as a Christian, mm. not only reach, reach people who are creatives, but how do I help create spaces where they as creatives can feel like, man, this is safe. I can be creative and be Christian in this space. Yes. Ooh, that's, I, I love, I love, um, first off, I think there's something that you're doing that people haven't that you're already taking a step um, in the right direction that needs to be acknowledged. Um, and that is moving it from the church's responsibility to the individual's sure. responsibility because we are the church. Um, being like, okay, how can, how can I, you know, how can I get involved? How can I um, make sure that this is a space that is safe for, for um all people you know and and mm-hmm. uh, i think what yeah what what comes to mind is 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 paul um how he to the jew he became a jew to the gentile oh, yeah. he became a gentile uh and i i i would go you know even deeper as to say to the to the artsy person become artsy <laughs> you know mm-hmm. uh and 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 engage with them on a level that makes sense to them you know um mm-hmm. I think of yeah when Paul when he was in uh, in Rome speaking to the philosophers, you know he went in and and spoke to them of the the unknown God uh, and is like yeah you know within this this language that you understand I'm going to speak to you at this level in the same way that God pursued me um, within as a as a stoner who has a Bible who just you know is going to open like God pulled lowered himself to my to get to where I'm at, we should also mm-hmm. um, look into understanding um, the, their spaces, going into the places. Yeah. That they, rather than saying, hey, you come to church. It's like, yeah. they're not comfortable in that space. They can't be themselves in that space. Let, rather, let the church go to them. Let, oh, sure. you've, got, you've got a show. Pull, cool, can I pull through with a couple people? Um, you yeah. have got... Um, there, I like that. there's there's um oh this kind of vibe okay we as a as a as a a couple of us are gonna be hosting a little session you know a, a music session um 
and you can pull through it, it. Some of it may be worship. Some of it may not be worship. You know, we just we just want to chill and jam, you know, uh, if yeah. we're going to be uh, going into nature. OK, cool. You know, there's a hike. Let's 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 do something like that. Uh, we sure. there, there's a, a art class or like a, a pottery class. It's like, hey, that sounds like a vibe. Why don't we go and do that together? Um and mm. and basically just investing in their life, getting getting deeper into yeah. their way of of connecting and 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 finding ways to to integrate God into that, um, and 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 showing your life in that. So, yeah, that's kind of the way I'm. I I think about about it. It's it's finding yeah. yourself in in those spaces rather than trying to yeah. pull them out of their comfort zone to to you because you're the one to who me. should. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and that, that makes so much sense because I think, um, and I don't want people to get the wrong message. We're not talking about just evangelizing to the people. I think it's it's about, and I think even in the context of when Paul says to the Jew, I became like a Jew, he to, he's talking about winning them over, but he's also talking about showing them the church like you're talking about. Like it's mm. it's actually about loving people enough to care about what they care about, you know? And I, and I remember uh, with you and different friends, like, Listen to some of the music you guys liked and thinking, what is this? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just like, yo, this is so outside for me. Yeah. But like, and you do a great job with this, you know, like just before we jumped on the podcast, you know, one of the things I'm really passionate about and enjoy is fitness. Yeah. So you're like, all right, dude, let's talk about the gym real quick. And sure. I'm like, dude, that's, if we could all just care more about people genuinely about their interests i think we would revolutionize you know how people perceive the church mm. uh, but i, I do want i know we, we're kind of getting close to time here i do want to jump into this because i think this plays a part as well um and i know you've been in this space before is is the gig economy mm. right like we're, we're now moving from especially in the art in the world of art creativity etc we're moving from a stable nine to five to oh dude i have a I have a 36 hour project and it runs over a Sunday morning. Yes, <laughs> and yes. so I now need to meet, miss a meeting of the body. Talk to me about that tension. How do you resolve, man, I'm a creative and this is the economy that I now live in. How I make my money is off of gigs. Mm. But at the same time, I want to be a, a functioning, connected member of the church. Yes. Oh man. Okay. So this, this is now where, this is like a level up now and this is this is getting to maturity um this is okay. getting to spiritual maturity and and essentially what what this requires is there's no one size fits all um that i think mm-hmm. can be applied to this it's like everybody should just never do a gig ever um or you know all creatives you should let them all do gigs because that's what they that's how they make money i think that there is yeah. a, a balancing act uh will um yeah, okay. there th- there needs to be something in this in the center uh, that allows for for things to 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 work. So, in my opinion, it goes back to what I described as the people who are able to see where you're at. Um, I've discipled mm. different different people in different spaces, right? And um, yeah, uh, and disciple by disciple, I just mean like I've mentored, um, been a spiritual mentor to to um, younger disciples. And there's mm-hmm. one who the, where they were at, they were like. Man, my heart, I just want to love and serve God. Um, but there is this festival that is that is happening. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. aware that this festival is happening. And I feel it would be a, a, a great experience for me to go to this thing. But I am mm-hmm. just like, 
absolutely you know what actually let me use myself as an example because that that's probably even even stronger but I remember myself being in a, and I feel like this was real wisdom here. Uh, I I yeah. was working as a as an engineer, a sound engineer at the time, and um, mm-hmm. uh, I I got uh, I got work that required me to travel uh, because it was gigging kind of around the around the country, and I yeah. was, I I was worried because I'm like if I I'm doing gigs around the country, that means I'm going to be missing midweek services. I may miss church every mm-hmm. now and then, and and that I don't feel good about that. I don't feel okay mm-hmm. with this, and I I wasn't working at the time. This was a job opportunity, so I went in and got sure. advice. Um, and so that's the first yeah. thing. If they're getting advice, you need to be getting advice about these things and and discern yes. um, um, based on where you're at in that moment, at that point mm-hmm. in time, not just blanket. Um, but yeah, at that point in time, I I, I went to my my minister um, and I went to my disciple, and both of them, I was like, guys, I am gonna, I think I'm gonna turn this job down because it's gonna keep me from serving God and from doing all of these things, and them. They turned to me and they said, no, dude, you have to take the job. You have to Come on. take this work and, and make sure that uh, you are earning an income um, because for where you're at in life, that's, that's what's, what's uh, necessary and re- what's required. Mm-hmm. But the only reason they could give me advice like that is because of where my heart was at at that point in time. My heart yeah. was seeking to f- prioritize God. If for the person who is like, Man, I just I really want to go to this gig and this is this. It's fine. I'm just going to be missing church, you know. It's it's like those people. I would probably say, dude, sit this one out. Rather stay yeah. stay at church, you know. Um, so sure. so it's kind of having people in your life who know what's going on. Um, but yes. on on top of that, um, them being able to discern, um, depending on what's going on in your life, what kind of input yeah. would you would you get? So it's not a it's not a one size fits all. It's a where's your yes. heart at right now? Where's your focus? Um, and in those scenarios where you are gonna be going out into the gig gigging world and doing those kinds of things, what's your plan? What is your what are yeah. the precautions? Every single gig that I ever went on, I fasted for the entire gig. So at that point in time, they literally thought I they they had never seen me drink anything other than water. They had never seen me sure. eat. Uh, any kind of meat because I'd always like be fasting meat or something to that degree um, whenever I was mm-hmm. gigging um, and and so from from their perspective I was always doing but it's because and every morning I would wake up at like 4.30 something wild um, so that I could mm-hmm. spend time in the word um, before yeah. it, because I was just like I know I'm in the lion's den I know I'm in these these territories where things are more cautious mm-hmm. so I, are more dangerous so I need to be more cautious um, be actively yes. intentional about pro, um, balancing the, myself out spiritually that I've got my guard up yeah. um, because I'm in the space yeah. so yeah those are kind of, kind of some of my thoughts on, on that got you Dude, I love that because I think that the key word there is maturity and, and this ability to kind of blend. Because I think the church and me being the church, yeah, yeah. I'm learning that there is no black and white. Mm. There's actually a whole lot more gray than I think most human beings are comfortable with. Yeah. And and even me, like I am, I'm the first person to tell you that it's like, yeah, but this, isn't this how it should be? And I think what I love what you're saying there is that, no, 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 that's not how it should be. It's just how it's been for you. 
and it, it could be very different for somebody else. Um, but yeah. like you're saying, there's advice or so people again, and I think this is a, a rolling theme on the podcast is people, 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 you've got to surround yourself with the right people, but there's also, yeah. um, a sense of not everything is finite. It's not, you can never go on a gig or you yes. can always go on a gig. It's like, let's keep discerning yes. at each junction yes. what that looks like. Yes. And so I, I dig yes. that. And I think that that's how we connect Christ and this creativity, artsiness, whatever the case may be. We connect it through just making sure we're deliberate about it. Each junction, we're going to get there. Yes. All right. I want to I want to end. I want to end with two questions uh, and I'll sure. give you the first one. Then we'll, we'll do the second one. <clears throat> the first one is this. A lot of young people. And I, I ask you this because I feel like you've gone through this. You've you've been in places where you're earning great cash from your artsiness. And there's been times, like you say, where you didn't even have a job. And it was like, man, Tabang is just is trying to get by, right? I remember yeah, those yeah, days, yeah. okay? So <laughs> a lot of young people, what they're trying to figure out, and, and I'm trying to figure out as well, is how do you honor God with your finances? Mm. Right? And I think this is especially especially challenging for creatives and artists because it is a gig economy. So I don't know when the next gig might come around. And so I need to be wise with how I manage my finances. So if you could just briefly kind of give me, what are your thoughts on how do we as young people manage our finances in a way that brings honor and glory to God? Mm. Um, So I always get these names mixed up. Joseph, was he uh, in charge of, um, of Pharaoh's household? Correct. Okay, so Joseph, um, that's the story that comes to mind when you ask that. He um, had, he was in charge, and for 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 three was it three years that there was he, he predicted that there was going to be a famine, and three years there was going to be um, uh, a harvest, uh, and essentially, mm-hmm. oh, first it was three years of harvest, and then three years of famine, or something like that, um, and yeah, what you need to do is during the time of of, of harvest. You can't just soak it up and and spend it all as if it's going to happen again the next um, month or the next year Mm. or whatever it is. It is while you have that amount, it's like, okay, cool. That's great. I'm going to live off of as little of this as possible so that this can be put aside for the the greater periods um, or the tougher periods. So essentially creating a buffer. Um, that yeah. that is that is the, the the best way, and I feel like the thing that that honors and glorifies God. That's not a faithless thing to do. To say I'm gonna save. Mm-hmm. Saving is not faithless. That is that is faithful. Mm-hmm. It's like God is providing for me um, with the so that when those times come, um, I can I can yeah. um, have a bit of a leeway such that you know I can make it through those seasons. So yeah, that's what comes to mind. Yes. I love that because there's a proverb that says, and I might get the proverb wrong, but ultimately the wise man has stores of fine wine and and, and flour uh, Mm -hmm. in case of something happening. Uh, I'm really paraphrasing. That's the Remo International Version. (laughs) But there's that proverb, that that, that idea that, you know, we're going to store it up, like not store it Mm -hmm. up like big build, build big bonds and stuff where moth and and rust can destroy, but rather for safety's sake, I may, you know, I may be in a problem. Um, and I guess the same is true when it's scarce, right? It's, is it's continuing yes. to still honor God with your finances, even when, like you say, oh, yeah. there is those seasons of oh, famine. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That is that that can't. Sorry, I I didn't even think about that as a as a negotiable. That's not that's not a. Okay. <laughs> regardless of what season you're in, God is mm-hmm. God is your security, first and foremost. Sure. He is he is the fundamental primary security. So. 
um, giving to him is is an honoring thing of like thank you for being my security thank you for that like, mm-hmm. and and whatever else happens it's reliant on you giving to god is not even something i yeah i consider as an option it's not because even as we speak about you know fine uh, stewarding god's finances or or our um finances um in a gl- in a god glorifying way mm-hmm. that that is not ultimately the thing that is our security as yeah. much as you know gigs come and go it is god who gives us gigs wow. um, it is god ultimately who, who 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 makes everything happen and it, it's in him that we live and breathe and have our being and it's in him that who, he even gives us the ability to produce wealth you know as as it, as it says in in, in deuteronomy and, mm-hmm. and and so first and foremost god definitely needs to be honored with our finances by by us giving to him yeah um and then once that uh has 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 done obviously that that amount um can kind of change and flex depending on the amount of income mm. um it, if you keep it as a percentage value then you know if you get a hundred bucks you you give uh 10 rand if you get ten thousand, you give a thousand you know yeah um but um if that's a, is an example if it's ten percent yeah um, but yeah. Uh, nonetheless, the, the 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 heart needs to be that my security, my 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 where I live from is God, and mm-hmm. He is now providing with me what He feels is is um, appropriate for the season that I'm in. Yeah. Uh, and so that's awesome. Yeah. So definitely being financially wise um, with the money that you do receive, um, but you you need to put God first regardless that, yeah. that that goes without saying sure i love it man and, yeah. and i think you know um we're, we're reaching a point in the podcast where um pe- people are asking a lot of the same questions and so i'm starting to ask some similar questions to different people and what i'm realizing more and more is these are the types of answers that we're getting and i think for me what it does is it, it almost almost continues to underline the conviction you know if you're writing on a page mm. the first time you write it is kind of light but if you go over that word over that word underline over yes. it again before you know it like yes. three four pages deep you've got that engraved you know and it's yes. it, it, that's what i think is starting to happen especially for because my passion and the reason i did i do this podcast is because i really believe people between the ages of eight you know teenagers up to 35 years old like we are the future of the church and we need to be doing all of the things well you know as best as we can that from being creatives engineers whatever finances bible study it all needs to be really well done so i appreciate you just sharing that um with such conviction because i really think it matters um, and so, you know, Tabang, I'm, I'm super grateful that you, you made the time to, to come on the podcast and that we fought to make this work. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm going to end with this question. And this is a question I end with, with, for everybody. Uh, but what would you say, you know, whether it's based on the conversation we've had today or stuff that's just on your mind, uh, what would you say to, to help young people thrive in life as well as in their faith? Um, right now, I would, I would say, um, that for, for those people who have, um, I think, I think that our hearts are really spaces of deep waters and deep desires and deep passions 
um, mm-hmm. and deep longings. Uh, and there is something incredibly vulnerable about those spaces being put before God because of how much control and how sovereign he is. Mm-hmm. And in putting those things before God, not expecting it to work out in a specific way or for him to respond in a particular way, but to put those things before God um, and to involve him in this process, uh, that is something that will just constantly have you praying sincerely, wholeheartedly. You can be raw with God in that space because your your emotions are raw. Um, in in yeah in in all of these different things i think putting your deepest desires and your heart for um the things that are on your heart before god mm-hmm. it, it keeps them from becoming idols and it also is is something that god uses and utilizes to draw you closer to himself um and that that can be in all kinds of ways it can be through him granting that and you glorifying him for it um it can be in you um him helping you question your values and your desires um, mm. and and seeing what really is what you want um i i think when 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 the bible says you um he will give you the desires of your heart i i want to kind of follow that up with the fact that you're not very good at being aware of what your desires actually are Mm -hmm. like we we think we know what we want but god is like you that there's a thing behind that thing that you're really looking for yeah and i want to provide you with that yeah and god in all of his goodness and all of his wisdom and all of his love is is seeking to to provide you with your heart's deepest desires mm. um, and he's not trying to withhold that from you and so he's a safe place and a safe space for you to put those things before him um, and and as you as you do that you will continue to see um, uh, the goodness of God um, as well as your your relationship um, maturing and your outlook on life uh, really developing so that would be my my one uh, thing um, the thing that's kind of the the conviction that I'm 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 trying to the message that I'm trying to spread right now in my personal ministry yeah um, at the moment so yeah come on brother thank you Tabang thank you so much man for uh, for being on the podcast and sharing your heart with us this has been so good I really do appreciate it no stress man yeah this was fun this was fun uh, really really glad we finally got an opportunity to have this chat. <laughs> Thank you for listening. For more thought-provoking conversations, subscribe to the Rima Klale Life and Faith Podcast. Please like, review, and share so that we can continue to help others thrive in their life as well as in their faith.